0: The text for our consideration this morning is Second Timothy chapter three verses 14 through 17. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation, through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. For instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. As you may have noticed, driving back from church on Sunday or trying to maneuver through the closed streets downtown, last weekend was the Eau Claire Marathon. Very few people, I think, jump into any race, much less a marathon, without a fairly detailed training plan that will prepare them for the event ahead. A typical marathon training plan consists of runs during the week that work on speed, pace, or hill training, and then long runs on the weekend that generally increase in distance. If you follow the plan consistently, you should be able to complete the race or perhaps even hit a goal time. Many runners, though, find that they diligently follow training plans, race after race, but never seem to improve. One runner, Brian Green, found himself in this position. It was only after he discovered what he calls the hidden training plan that he saw significant improvement. Green discovered that showing up and consistently doing the planned workouts was the easy part of training. The more difficult part, which also led to greater improvement in the workouts themselves, was doing all the little things in between workouts. Stretching before the run, getting enough water and sleep, fueling correctly with the right kinds of food, doing strength training, and checking in regularly with his coach. These little things comprise the hidden training plan. We can think of this in terms of school as well you may be able to do okay in a class by just showing up and staying awake. But if you really want to do well and learn the subject thoroughly, you need to work hard between classes, do the readings, take notes, work problems, ask questions of the teachers. Today, though, I would like us to consider the Christian's hidden training plan. One of the greatest blessings we have here at Emmanuel is regular opportunities to worship and study God's Word. We have morning and evening chapels, religion classes, and worship services every weekend at Messiah. This sounds like a pretty good training plan, right? If we want to grow in our faith, that is accomplished by hearing God's Word. So, the more opportunities to hear that Word, the better. As we read in Romans ten seven, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. The Holy Spirit works faith in us through God's word, so hearing that word is crucial to our faith life. Since we do have such great opportunities for regular worship, we should be thankful and take advantage of them and have the attitude of the psalmist who writes, I was glad when it said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. One way we can take advantage of these opportunities is by not just showing up for worship, but by preparing ourselves for it. It may be as simple as putting our cell phones down on the way to chapel so that we can gather our thoughts and prepare ourselves to hear God's word. It may be taking a few moments in prayer and meditating on God's word on the ride to church or in the pew before the service starts, or discussing the sermon or the scripture readings or the hymns after the service. In addition to the regular public worship opportunities we have, those faith-strengthening sessions that, because they're regular and public, are in some ways easier to show up for, we can also think of the ways we can enhance our Christian hidden training plan by finding ways to incorporate God's Word into our lives in less formal and public ways. Indeed, this may be more important to you after you graduate from the manual, when you likely will have less opportunities for worship every day. Yes, after you graduate you can still tune in to morning chapels or take college religion classes online, but without a regular structured time and place for worship, such dedication to the word becomes much more challenging. This is why, as Paul urges Timothy, you must continue in the things which you learned and have been assured of. It may be easy for us to pat ourselves on the back when we look over the month and realize we attended church every Sunday. But if you're anything like me, you can also look back over the month and realize how little time you spent in God's Word beyond church and chapel, especially compared to time spent working in hobbies or in sports, or just mindlessly devouring media entertainment. When we think of the resources we have today, it's hard to imagine how much easier the study of God's Word could be made for us. For example, the CLC produces a daily devotion book, Daily Rest, and Bread of Life, short daily Bible readings that are posted on the CLC website, We also have the Lutheran Spokesman, which provides edifying devotional materials. There's even a treasure of sermons from Ministry by Mail posted online at the CLC website, as well as the Burden and Blessing podcast and blog posts. Finally, the most precious and perhaps most neglected gift that we have is the availability of the Bible, God's very words. When you compare our times with previous periods in history, we can rejoice that we have such free and easy access to the Word of God. We can even read it on our phones. As the psalmist writes, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. God's God's Word provides comfort and direction for our lives. Its study helps to strengthen our faith. Surely, then, we would all benefit by setting aside more time for private Bible study and prayer. We do this so that this training in the Word strengthens our faith, and like being ready for a big race, we we may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Even if you're a pro runner and do all the workouts, as well as following a dedicated hidden training plan, the race you prepared for may still not turn out well. Instead of getting a PR, a personal record, you may end up with a DNF, did not finish. Even if you read the textbook, took notes, studied hard, and discussed the materials with your professor, you may not do as well on that test as you would have liked. And again, if you're like me, you can look back on your use and study of God's word you'll probably see that there's not only failure in the hidden training plan of Bible study, but even in paying attention for the whole time in church or chapel or religion class. Thanks be to God that our salvation does not depend on how we execute our training plan, what we do. Indeed, we don't have to worry about the final outcome or results. As Steve Sitto discussed in chapel last week, there's a spoiler alert in regard to our our salvation. God gives away the ending. We know that no matter how much we fail, Christ has made atonement for our sins, and we are justified in God's eyes. With such knowledge, it's with joy and gratitude that we turn to study the Word of God, knowing that the Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus, that the Bible brings us faith and the gift of eternal life. What better way could we spend our time, both during worship and in private, than in reading and studying God's word? We'll close by singing hymn 416. Hymn 416.